This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. You are a faithful God. Thank you for all that you did yesterday. Thank you for souls you saved on Saturday. Thank you for establishing them. Thank you for beginning a brand new week with us. Thank you for your plans and purpose. Lord, this morning, please have mercy on us in the name of Jesus. Show us the path of righteousness to follow in the name of Jesus. This morning, Father, as we go into your word, you alone has the word of eternal life. Bring your word unto your people. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 5. And I'm going to begin the reading from verses 19. Galatians 5 from verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulation, rot, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in, in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Now, verse 22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Praise Master Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. God has been bringing his word to us unempowered for the journey ahead. And we have been able to identify and understand that the Holy Spirit is the singular person that will empower us for the great journey ahead, to prepare for rapture, to prepare for the journey that is ahead of, of us. Now, the Holy Spirit has made available some tools that he uses to prepare us or that we also need as we continue our journey here on earth. Now, if you read closely that book of Galatians chapter five, uh, beginning from verses one up to verse 18, it was also a description of our life and particularly what, what happened when a person is led by the spirit and when a person walks in the flesh. So Paul was making a comparison between the two. Now, but then Paul began then by beginning to tell us 
that somebody's walking in the flesh, why do we know? He mentioned some of the things you are going to see. And these things are obstacles to journeys ahead. So as we continue, this is our new series. Now we have uh, a sub-series that we are going to continue. The first part of it is obstacles to the journey ahead. The second part is tools for the journey ahead. What are the obstacles to the journey ahead? They are the works of the flesh. What are the tools? What you need to carry along? They are like the new lifestyle, what you must put on. If you must make it to the journey ahead, the journey ahead, not only the great places God is taking you to, but also the journey to heaven, which is the most important. So let's begin with obstacles to the journey ahead. Paul rounded up in verse 21 by saying, he said that, that day we do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. That means they can enter into heaven. Now, here on R2, you need to overcome these obstacles. So the obstacles to your journey and to my journey in life, they can be summarized into one, one word, the flesh, flesh, flesh. And the works of the flesh are what Paul has enumerated here. This morning I pray, by the power of the Holy Ghost that is already at work in you, all these obstacles will be crushed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Not only does these obstacles hinder people from making heaven, it also hinders people here on earth. Now, if you look at these obstacles closely, adultery, and literally what that tells us is when a married woman or a married man is committing sexual immorality outside of marriage, with somebody else that is married other than their spouses or maybe somebody that is not married. These are obstacles. So if you really want to get to the journey ahead and to fulfill God's plan for your life, you must overcome this obstacle called adultery. Adultery as Jesus Christ in the days of, of Moses well, it is only when a man, a woman is caught in the very act. But Jesus Christ gave us a deeper insight. He said, the mere father, you sight a woman, you look at a woman and lost after her. In your heart, he said, you have committed adultery with her in your heart. So the question, that means only God knows how many adulteries are committed all over the world daily. Every second. Now, all of this, if they are manifest in your life, they are major obstacles. 
oftentimes as believers, when it is when we say pray against your enemy, yes, we pray. But do we know that most of the time, this is the main enemy that is facing mankind? And that's why somebody that is addicted to, 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 to stealing, to thief, to robbery, it is internal. And so it takes the power, it takes the Holy Spirit to evacuate all this dirty nature out. And then he will now plant others. So now we are not looking at the implantation of the new nature. We are looking at the evacuation now of the old nature, which are obstacles to the journeys ahead. We also see their fornication. This is so rampant now in our generation. And you see, it is one of the, the, the greatest sins that is destroying the world. Fornication is bringing down governance, bringing down mighty men and women. You hear allegation here, even against men of God. It's all, it's, it's, it's rampant. CEOs are being sacked or resigning because of fornication, because of the issue of sex. Also, you have professors in the universities are falling victim. So this, this virus called fornication or immorality is no respect of person. And so this is the greatest obstacle to the journey ahead as well. Yeah, um, you know, many people have been incarcerated. Many pastors' homes have been broken because of sexual immorality. So my question that I always ask most of the time in my heart is, why would devil be using, why is it that what God created to be enjoyed by married couple? Now it has been, it has been, it is now, it has been right from the beginning. It tools to destroy destiny, which normally should not be, should be the other way around. This issue of immorality is an obstacle to the journey ahead. It's an obstacle. You ask uh, people, you know, getting married in our generation, how many of them are virgins? With their brother or sister. So the youth that are in the house this morning, you need to be careful. And my prayer for each one of you, and not only the youth, even we that are married, I've, like I will oftentimes say, again and again, husband, be satisfied with your wife. The truth is this, there is nothing any man is looking for in any woman that is not in their wife. Nothing that will make you desire another woman. Wives, be satisfied with your husband. There is nothing you desire in any other man outside that is not in your husband. Yes, because these things are the things that are killing this generation. This issue of immorality, 
is a big issue in the media. It's all over the place. You hear <clears throat> you hear of news of celebrities and so on who got married. <clears throat> excuse me, few months ago or few years ago, three four years, they are divorcing. Why? Uh, the boy went to party, went to sing somewhere, and then found another lady. It's all sort of things. This is a devil's weapon to hinder people from the journey ahead. Now, so you are going to unmute your devices as we pray. Now, you are going to ask the Lord this morning, Father, deliver me from the sin of adultery and fornication. This is a, this is, this is a message that both the church and the unbelievers needs to hear. Deliver me. You may not commit the very act, but these are the things that the enemy is using as tools against the journey ahead. Anyone involved in it physically or in, you know, in the heart, in the mind, they are in bondage. And you need the Holy Spirit, who is the one that empowers us for the journey ahead, to rescue you. So you are going to lift up your voice this morning. You are going to say, Father, deliver me deliver from me. the sin of adultery and fornication. Open your mouth and make that your prayer this morning. Everyone, you need to pray this prayer in the name of Jesus. You might, it might shock you to know that it's not only unbelievers that are, that are facing this problem. Believers too are, are facing this problem. And Jesus Christ has come to destroy the works of the flesh. Open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, deliver me in the name of Jesus from the sin of adultery and fornication. Deliver our generation. Deliver our married men and women. Deliver our youths. Deliver our children in the name of Jesus. Deliver your church in the name of Jesus. Deliver your church. Deliver your people. Deliver us, Lord. These sins will not reign in our lives. These sins will not do. Will not rest upon us. It will not. It will not find expression in our children. Our children will not be involved in all this. In the name of Jesus, Father, this morning we plead for your mercy over your church, over the youth. Father, be merciful. Father, be merciful. Father, be merciful. In the name of Jesus. Father, be merciful in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. Now, the another obstacles that we see here is uncleanliness. Uncleanliness is of different degree. Uncleanliness can be physical and spiritual. Now, uncleanliness, let's talk about it from this physical perspective. It also relates to your, your physical body. It also relates to also your, your surrounding, your environment. It relates to everything that you dip your hand in. Corruption is an act of uncleanliness too. Uncleanliness. It comes in diverse ways. These are obstacles to the journey ahead. Now, we also have uncleanliness can be spiritual. The state of your mind. Is your spirit clean? 
Is your mind clean? Is your heart cleaned? Are your thoughts cleaned? That is why we need the Holy Spirit to empower us. He's the one that can do that internal work. Psychology cannot do it. I'm telling you. Medical practitioners don't have solution to it. I'm not seeing any drug to overcome fornication. They say, oh, this is the drug. If you take this drug, you overcome fornication. They may make drug for you to sleep, but there's no drug to overcome adultery, fornication, spiritual uncleanliness, lasciviousness. Lasciviousness is another obstacle to the journey ahead. Lasciviousness. Now, when you combine lasciviousness and, and clean. So lasciviousness, again, that still relates to uh, the issue of sexual immorality. You know, when, when somebody begins to desire inordinate things, like we learned in the first service yesterday in Romans. Now, these things, when they are evident in anybody's life, it doesn't matter how they are with uh, who they may be. They are obstacles to getting to the journey, to the promised land that God wants to take you and I to. You see, as believers, we must deal with these things. We must pray and ask the Holy Ghost to evacuate all this nonsense out of our lives. Because in our, in our places of work, you see, I mean, you relate with people. In your classes, there are, there are, there are people there your professors. So it is not the question of running from people. It is the question of you being set free internally, spiritually, in your heart, in your body. When you are free, then no matter the millions of people around you, you are still that child of God. You are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, deliver me from the spirit of uncleanliness. Deliver me from the spirit of lasciviousness. Open your mouth and make that your prayer in the name of Jesus. Jesus, deliver me from the spirit of uncleanliness, from the spirit of lasciviousness in the mighty name of Jesus. Deliver your church, deliver your people from the spirit of uncleanliness. You have a great journey ahead of us. You have a great plan ahead of us. Lord Jesus, deliver us. Deliver us. Rescue us. Rescue us, rescue us in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Now, another obstacle we see is from verse 20 adultery, I mean, idolatry and witchcraft. Witchcraft. People still worship idols, even in Western world. People still have. A necklace that have been sacrificed to idols on their neck. They have wristwatches or bangles that have been sacrificed to demonic forces. Some people still consult medium, horoscope. They still consult the, the, the spirit of the dead that they want to know their future. Your future is in the word of God. You don't need to consult any fake prophet. It's in the word of God. Witchcraft. Now, we know that witchcraft 
wizardry, all of these, they are in the same category. They are all demonic spirit. Their aim is to destroy, to kill and to destroy. But it will not cross paths with you. Amen. You will not be involved in them in the name of Jesus. Our little children will not be involved in them. They will not be initiated in their schools in the mighty name of Jesus. They will not be initiated in the community in the mighty name of Jesus. Hatred. Hatred. Hatred and variance. You know, variance is like when you, when you, when, when you, when you hate people, it's, it's, it's related to hatred too. So now, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, these are all in the same family. They are obstacles to the great future ahead of you. You must not hate anyone. Do not hate. The only thing the Bible tells us to do is that we should hold no man anything except to do what? To love them. To love them. Emulation. To emulate. When you are emulating something, it's like you are desiring evil thing. Except if it is something good, you can emulate good thing. But when it is bad, when it is something that has to relate to the work of the flesh, then it is bad. So you are going to pray your next prayer. You are going to say, mighty God, deliver me, deliver my family, deliver my generation, deliver your church, deliver our community from the spirit of idolatry, from the spirit of witchcraft, from the spirit of hatred, from the spirit of variance, from the spirit of emulation. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Lord Jesus, deliver me. Deliver my family, deliver our children, deliver our men, deliver our women, deliver our youth, deliver our families, deliver even our communities and your church from these obstacles called idolatry in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from witchcraft, from the spirit of witchcraft. Our children will not be initiated in the name of Jesus. As they go back to school, we cover them with the blood of Jesus. As our students return back to school, we cover them with the blood of Jesus. There shall be no loss in the name of Jesus. We deliver us from spirit of hatred, deliver us from variance, deliver us from emulation, deliver us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. The next one is wrath, strife, and sedition. Wrath, anger. These are obstacles to the great plan that God has for you and your household. Do you know that rot, anger, can destroy something that has been built, glorious thing that has been built, marriage, project, dreams, vision, career? Rot can destroy it within few seconds. In one of the places I have walked, one of the leaders was let go overnight. We didn't know something has been cooking up. There's actually two of them now. But I will tell you, the two cases now I'm about to mention, they all fall within these obstacles to the journey ahead. One of them was issue of drunkenness. 
We were told that he was he would drink to stupor overnight and then comes to work. So as a result of drinking to stupor overnight, he comes late. So it, it, uh, the report, it was after he was displayed, I mean, he was let go that we got to know all of this. He will come late to work. He doesn't attend to, you know, his staffs as he should. So, and, um, you know, they are, it looks like they've been working on that with him for some time. But that there was one again that he did, that he was, he was drunk. And then he, you know, because he was trying to make sure he's not late, trying to be himself at work, but at work, he could not be himself. So again, the thing, the whole thing got to a manager and directors and, and they let him go. He lost his job. Why? Because of the works of the flesh. And that's why when we tell people to accept Jesus, it is for their own good. Now, another one I also learned that he was let go. I said, what is the problem? This, this person I'm talking about, he, he was actually married. He has children. I know his wife and his children. But that one of his teammates has been messing around with a particular lady, which I also know that one. Can you see that when we tell people accept Jesus for their own good? All of these people now, again, that I'm, I've started the examples. When you tell them Jesus loves you, they, they call somebody like us religious people at work. Too religious. You don't do this. You don't do that. But see what is costing many of them. That is just one out of many. Also in the body of Christ too. So you are going to pray this morning. Every spirit of strife. The Bible said the servant of God must not strive. We must not strive. We must not strive. Yesterday we were, we were, we were discussing. And I was saying, well, with the kind of uh, shepherd heart that God gives to me, I can't watch some things. We must not strive. Things may be around us to try to know. I cannot strive with anybody. You must not strive with anybody. In striving, you are hindering God's plan for your life. So, rot, anger, you won't let go, not forgiven. Sedition, heresies, these are all obstacles to the journey ahead. So you are going to lift up your voice this morning. You are going to say, mighty God. <clears throat> Excuse me. You are going to say, mighty God, arise and deliver me and deliver your church from the spirit of, of rot, from the spirit of strife, from the spirit of seditions and heresies. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Father, deliver me, deliver your church from the spirit of wrath, from the spirit of seditions, from the spirit of strife, <clears throat> from the spirit of heresy. Deliver your church in the name of Jesus. Deliver us, O Lord. Deliver your people. Deliver our children. Deliver our youth. Deliver us from the spirit of strife, heresies, rods, emulations, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Mm -hmm. And also, 
in verse 21, envying, murders, drunkenness, reveling. Somebody uh, and and uh, is, is somebody of um, you know was over his sixty. Uh, one of the things that took his life was drunkenness. Not too long ago, last year. And this person, for a long time, we have told this person, you leave drunkenness alone. You will come to church. You will, you know, you will do. After repenting, it goes back to you. How long will you want to continue? And the person will be beaten like one of the people we ministered to on Saturday, Muhammad. There was blood coming out of his face while I was even talking to him. He says blood, his mouth was full of this thing. I asked him to read a, a scripture. He said he doesn't want to read. I said, why? He said, because he said his mouth is full of sore. Though he was using mask anyway. He said, but he needs to. Why? Even the way he dressed, you will know there's a gangster. So when we are begging people, please come to Jesus. It's for their own good. Hemving, murders, drunkenness, revealing. Anybody that hemvies, when you are beginning to envy and you don't ask the Lord to deliver you from them, it could lead to murder. You could desire that that person is no more if you don't if you don't address it. So you are going to pray this morning. You are going to say, Father, deliver me from the spirit of envy. Deliver your church from the spirit of envy, the spirit of murders, drunkenness, and revealing. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, as we go out in this week, deliver us. All that you have promised us in the first and second service, miracle in the, in the communion service, <clears throat> the enemy will not steal them away. In the name of Jesus, deliver us from the spirit of envy, spirit of murder, spirit of drunkenness, revealing in the name of Jesus. All these obstacles, Holy Spirit, we commit ourselves into your hand. Deliver us from them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. Now ask the Lord, what do you want him to do for you? If you are here this morning and you have been playing grim with Christ, thinking that, well, you are in Christ, but you are not. You need to ask the Lord this morning to have mercy on you and repent from your sin. All of these things that we have talked about this morning, brethren, I want you to know they are the thing pulling people down sending people to hell, all of these things. So you need, to, you need to be saved. When you are saved, the Lord covers you. The Holy Spirit delivers you. He rescues you out of them. So this morning, if you are here and you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, ask him this morning to forgive you, to cleanse you, to rescue you from all of these sins. And the Lord will have mercy on you. You repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Write my name in the book of life. Deliver me from the works of flesh. In the mighty name of Jesus, and fill me with the Holy Ghost, according to your word in Ephesians 1, verse 13. Thank you for saving my soul. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. This morning, Lord, I ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, rescue them, save their soul, forgive them their sins, 
In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. My prayer for you this morning is that every unclean spirit that may be walking around to, to infect people with any of these um, lifestyles of, of sin, it will not rest upon you. It will not find you. As you go in this week, the Lord will guide you. The Holy Spirit will order your thoughts. The Holy Spirit will order your step. Any man or woman, any person or individuals assigned by the devil to bring any of these things that we have prayed against this morning. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will destroy their counsel. The Lord will guide your household. The Lord will guide your husband. The Lord will guide your wife. The Lord will guide your children. The Lord will guide all our youths in the name of Jesus. Anyone under demonic oppression, be free in the name of Jesus. Anyone under the oppression of drunkenness, be free in the name of Jesus. Anyone under the oppression of sickness, be free in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. So I decree you are free in Jesus' name. I you, you will not miss the journey ahead. You will fulfill your destiny. And Amen. this week is your week of breakthrough. Amen. The Lord will favor you. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will give you a new song. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.